If you this holiday season, find your joy at Scooter's Coffee in Farmington. Hi, y'all. This is Bart, owner of Scooter's Coffee in Farmington, introducing our holiday delight, the Praline Caramelicious. It's like a warm brown sugary hug of pecan infused with rich brown sugar flavor. And as always, it's finished with a generous swirl of velvety whipped cream and a drizzle of luscious caramel. Visit us in Farmington today and let the holiday cheer fill your cup. There's just something truly special about Scooter's Coffee. Just got off work? The kids are hungry and you don't feel like cooking? No problem. Domino's has you covered. Order online at dominoes.com for different specials on pizza, chicken wings, pasta, and more. Oh, did I mention the desserts? There's something for everybody. There's a Domino's in your neighborhood. Locally owned and operated in Park Hills, Bontaire, Farmington, Potosi, Fredericktown, and St. Genevieve. Order right now at dominoes.com. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. I just don't know what to say. I've gotten another email from somebody wanting me to take a survey. And I keep bumping it. I keep saying it's spam. It's the same person. They just want me to take a survey. Oh, come on, please, please, please. And I think, no, 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 no. I've told you last year, no. And you're still after me. I guess I could take the survey and then kind of goof it up. (laughs) Did you ever do that? Um, Sometimes when Facebook, for instance, this is just an example, but sometimes uh, Facebook, you know, you'll see something on your feed or whatever it is called. I don't know. Anyway, something will pop up on your feed, and it, it's something you don't want to see. You just want to get rid of it. So I hit the hide button, and when it goes to this mode where it asks me, you know, why do you want to hide it? Is it too sensitive? Did you already buy it? Do they know too much? I just hit whatever I want to. I don't care what Facebook thinks. You know, as far as that goes, I just hit a button. So maybe I should take the survey and give it crazy answers. And then they'll, they'll think, what? The? Now, you know, that would, that would not be nice. That would throw the survey off probably. Um, and some surveys you really can't do that with anyway. They're designed that way. It is a lovely Wednesday. It's hump day, November 29th. We're almost, uh, we're getting into Christmas here. And the season is Upon us, I guess, since we're after Thanksgiving, it's uh, open game on decorations and things like that. I have a small, it's probably about four, maybe five inches tall. It's a little white Christmas tree. It's solid, and it's got sparkly stuff on it, but it's got this light inside. You can turn it on on the bottom, and the tree lights up, and it changes color. Sort of like the old color wheels that we used to have shining on our silver Christmas trees, When we were kids, do you remember those aluminum foil type looking silver Christmas trees that you'd put up and mom would say, oh, get the color wheel out. We'll put the color wheel on it. It'll look great because it's, you know, going to shine off all the, it looks like chrome and it'll shine all these colors off of it. And it really was a lot of fun. And I thought the color wheel was so great when I was a little kid. It would heat up and that would cause it to turn, you know, just the heat. Um, Great things. From a time long, ga- uh, long gone, a time long gassed. <laughs> and that's funny in itself. A time long past, a time long gone. It turns out to be a time long gassed. 
But like I said the other day, well, you know, if you're older than the temperature, you do need to put on the jacket. Stay tuned. We have news coming up at KFMO. Is your insurance company like that cousin who only calls when he needs money? It might be time to see me, Chris Morrison, your good neighbor State Farm agent in Farmington. I'll show you why State Farm has been the number one name in insurance for over 70 years. Personal service, big savings on your auto, home, or life insurance, and fast claim service when you need us. Contact me today, and I'll show you how to get to a better state with a better rate. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. I say the UPS store, you say printing. Hi, this is Katie, manager of the Farmington and Deloge UPS stores. Everyone knows the UPS store is where you can find fast and friendly shipping and mailbox services. But we also provide a full line of print and design services for all your personal and business needs. We even have a talented designer on staff to assist you with more personal jobs like wedding invitations. That's right. When I say the UPS store, you say printing. Come see us today at the UPS store in Farmington or Deloge. Get ready for the holidays at Willett Home Furnishings. Elevate your family gatherings with a new dining room set or indulge in comfort with a brand new recliner for your living room. Our showroom is full of options to suit every taste and style. The best part? Our fall clearance sale is in full swing. Don't delay. Visit Willett Home Furnishings today for amazing savings and take advantage of 24 months interest-free financing. It's all happening now at Willett Home Furnishings on Berry Road in Bonterre. Upgrade your home for the holidays today. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, November 29th, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear more about officials with the Missouri Department of Transportation and the Coalition for Roadway Safety. They're looking for more techs to demonstrate child passenger safety seats. Also, a residence on Bell Drive in Farmington is being purchased by the city for demolition. We'll tell you why. A Barnhart man is dead after a traffic accident. We'll have more details on that. And 144th District State Representative Chris Dinkins is reaching out to Governor Mike Parson in a letter regarding the potential resettlement of Palestinian refugees from Gaza into Missouri. In the letter, Dinkins says, as a dedicated representative of the people of Missouri, I believe it is crucial for us to take a proactive stance on this issue to safeguard the well-being and security of our citizens. She goes on to indicate she echoes the sentiments of many Missourians who, Dinkins says in the letter, share great concern about welcoming individuals from regions whose belief systems are rooted in anti-American and anti-Israel sentiments saying she has zero confidence in the ability of the Biden administration to effectively vet refugees from Gaza before entering our country. Dinkins adds it's imperative that we prioritize the safety and values of our state and take a clear stand in opposition to refugee resettlement in Missouri. Representative Dinkins is the Republican caucus chairwoman. Her district spans Wayne, Shannon, Madison, Reynolds, Iron, Washington, and Bollinger counties in southeast Missouri. A Barnhart man, 22-year-old Christopher W. Kelch, is dead after being struck by a car in Jefferson County Tuesday morning at 10.43. Reports from the Highway Patrol show Kelch was standing in the roadway on Highway 61 near Cedar Drive. He was hit by a car driven south by 24-year-old Patricia L. Fellebaum of Peevely. Kelch was pronounced dead at the scene and Fellebaum was not injured. A residence on Bell Drive in Farmington is being purchased by the city for demolition. 
The decision was made at Monday night's Farmington City Council meeting, and City Administrator Greg Beavers says the house has experienced excessive periodic flooding and the problem cannot be remediated. Sometimes it's just not practical to resolve the problem because the the engineering solution to mitigate the flooding exceeds the value of the homes that are affected. So we approved the purchase and uh, we'll demo the home here later next summer after the seller moves out of the property. Beavers adds they also approved an ordinance change on the height of residential electric meters, making the meters easier to read and surface service, that is. Finally, in news, officials with the Missouri Department of Transportation and the Coalition for Roadway Safety are looking for more child passenger safety technicians to demonstrate the proper way to install and use child safety seats in vehicles. An area engineer with MoDOT, Chris Crocker, says it's a volunteer position. A lot of volunteer firefighters and things like that is is where you'll see those CPS technicians, but it's it's something that you have to be passionate about. So uh, if you're passionate about child passenger safety seats being secured properly, that in the event of an accident that they're going to function correctly and keep those children safe, this would definitely be something you should uh, look into. According to Crocker, classes for the position are being held in January in Farmington and February in Perryville. You can visit SaveMoLives.com for more information. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. And it's Wednesday, November 29th. The time is 714. We have sports next at KFMO with Jared Pettis. And stay tuned. Check our website, too. It's KFMO.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school girls basketball from the ninth annual Fredericktown Tournament. Pool play day two. It's tournament week, and Glenn Berry's got the recap of the action from Fredericktown. The Fredericktown Lady Blackcats used a tough defense and a big night from Ava Penuel to knock off the Salem Lady Tigers 55-19 in the Fredericktown Tournament on Tuesday night. Penuel scored 17 in the first half and finished with 28 to lead all scorers as as the Black Cats jumped out to a huge lead early and coasted to the win. Fredericktown shot 52% from the floor and needed only one free throw all night to punish the Young Lady Tigers. The Lady Cats also forced 30 turnovers on the defensive side. In addition to Ava Penuel's 28, Amelia Miller added 13, and the Lady Black Cats got four each from Callie Algeyer and Bailey Kelly. After the game, Fredericktown head coach Micah Reitzel talked about his leading scorer, Ava Penuel. She was really hot all night, and she came out and really helped us there early. And like I said, as the game went on, we were able to start moving the ball a little better and get open looks for other people. I, I say it was sloppy just because I know how well we can move the ball, you know, and I just felt like we could have done that a little better. But, again, we, we cleaned it up more in the second half, and that helped us get that separation we needed to put the game away. Salem was led in scoring by Emily Strange with eight, and Addison Fulton added six. Salem falls to 0-4, while Fredericktown improves to 2-1 and and will face Hillsboro on Thursday. Once again, Fredericktown dominates Salem 55-19 on Tuesday night. From the Fredericktown Tournament, I'm Glenn Berry for KFMO B104 Sports. Glenn, thanks. The other pool play matchup, Cuba beat Naylor 78-27. Valley Caledonia Tournament in its 34th installment on the girls' side in quarterfinals. South Iron top Kingston the 1 over the 8, 61-17, while the 2-seed Bismarck beat 7-seed Valley Caledonia 56-16. In the 3-6 matchup, West County and Viburnum. West County wins that one 64-47. And St. Paul the 5-seed falls to the 4-seed Lesterville 48 28- 29.
Semifinals of that tournament will be held on Thursday. And girls basketball regular season play, Grandview beat Valley Catholic 36-31. Boys basketball, FCNB Banquet Challenge, fifth place semifinals, St. James the seventh seed beats the three seed Sullivan 48-38. And the eight seed North Point tops four seed Steelville 44-41. And regular season boys basketball, Arcadia Valley at Lesterville, the Tigers win it 65-53. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball, the 34th annual Valley Caledonia Tournament semifinals. Top-seeded Kingston going up against the four-seed Bunker and the 2-3 matchup, Valley Caledonia and Bismarck. Coverage of all that will start around 6.30 on KFMO with tip-off times of 7 and 8.30. But before that, Mineral Area College basketball. The Lady Cardinals are at John A. Logan going up against the Lady Volunteers. Coverage of that starts at 4.30 with tip-off at 5 from John A. Logan Community College. Back to boys basketball, 34th annual Valley Caledonia Tournament, 5th place semifinals, 5 and 8 seeds, Bourbon and Viburnum, then 6-7, St. Paul and Marquand. Girls basketball tonight, the North County Lady Raiders are at Steelville going up against the Lady Cardinals. And boys wrestling, St. Genevieve is at Central, while Valley Catholic and St. Mary's play at Festus. And on the girls wrestling side, Central hosts St. Genevieve as well. And coming up Friday and Saturday, Class 3 and Class 2 State Football Championship game. From Faroe Field in Columbia, we'll have coverage on Friday at 10.30 a.m. as the Central Rebels play Seneca in a Class 3 state championship. Kickoff will be at 11 a.m. And on Saturday with a 3 o'clock kickoff, it's the Valley Catholic Warriors going up against Lamar. Our coverage will start at 2.30 on the Parkland Sports Leader. From there to the ice and NHL at XL Energy Center in Minnesota. The St. Louis Blues fall to the Minnesota Wild. And with more, here's the Blues Radio Network. Last night, the Blues wrapped up their two-game road trip with a Central Division matchup against the Minnesota Wild. Early in the first period, the Blues would be unable to convert on a power play that led to Minnesota with an odd man rush and then a score by Erickson Eck to make it a one nothing deficit. Blues would respond, though, before the end of that first period. Colton Pareko scored his fourth goal of the season, but then Minnesota would get it back, take the lead late in the first to go into the second by the Blues trailing. No goal scored by either side as the Blues were outshot in the second period, 17-5. to And in the third period, the Blues unable to capitalize on a four-minute power play, which then led to a breakaway late in the third by Minnesota to cap off a 3-1 winner. That snaps the seven-game losing streak for the Minnesota Wild as the Blues fall to 11-9-1. and They'll be back at it on Thursday against the Buffalo Sabres. 7 o'clock puck drop on home ice. 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues radio network. Blues head coach Craig Bruby says his team didn't play a full 60 minutes. Second period, I thought we got outplayed. Um, they had more jump, more urgency, heavier. Third period, we had an opportunity to get back into with power plays and we didn't get it done. The Blues are back at it Thursday against the Buffalo Sabres. We'll have coverage on B104.3 with pregame at 6.30. Punk drop at 7 o'clock from Enterprise Center in St. Louis. Other NHL news, and it was announced on Tuesday that the Chicago Blackhawks have terminated the contract of veteran forward Corey Perry. He was signed as the team to be a father figure for some of the newer players, including the first overall draft pick from last year, Connor Bedard, likely going to be one of the best to ever play in the NHL. Although there were some speculation as to why his contract was terminated. Blackhawks GM Kyle Davidson, though, says rumors about Corey Perry having relations with a teammate's family member are inaccurate 
and disgusting. Last week, management was notified of possible misconduct by Corey Perry. We immediately pulled him from the game and conducted an internal investigation. Upon learning the uh, findings of the investigation, we made the decision to terminate his contract. As this is an individual personnel matter, I will not be able to disclose any details related to the initial reporting, investigation, or the findings. However, I do want to be very clear on this one point. This does not involve any players or their families, and anything that suggests otherwise, or anyone that suggests otherwise, is wildly inaccurate, and frankly, it's disgusting. Again, Corey Perry's contract was terminated by the Chicago Blackhawks. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday night football on December 3rd. They're going up against the Green Bay Packers on the road. Coverage will start at 6 on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO with kickoff at 7.20. At NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers picked up a winner at Pittsburgh on Tuesday. Dennis Gates on the road win. Our players won that basketball game, and I credit them, their focus, and obviously their connectivity in doing so. Um, and, and again, it was a hard-fought game. <clears throat> that was an NCAA tournament format. Uh, I truly believe that. Neither team had more than two points in the first uh, 10 minutes. It was just nip-tuck. And we prevail. Mizzou's Sean East. What was the key to holding Pittsburgh's guards in check? Just to uh, pressure them, you know, make them make decisions, you know, with pressure and uh, stay kind of solid on them, but, you know, discipline pressure. And uh, we kind of watched a few of them on them, and, you know, they kind of struggled a little bit with pressure. So we wanted to bring, you know, our pressure that we bring every day. Uh, to them and see how they will handle it. The Missouri Tigers are back at it Sunday. They take on Wichita State and the St. Louis University Billikens of the men's basketball hardwood. Lost yesterday to the Utah State Aggies 81-76. Slews 5-3. They're back at it Saturday against Southern Illinois. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Hi, this is Don Thompson, president of First State Community Bank in Potosi. Wishing everyone in our community a season full of special memories with your family and friends. May you capture the Christmas magic this year and pass it on. The Diamonds and More Jewelers B104 KFMO Jingle Bell Rock has begun. We are today's location for the Jingle Bell Rock clue cards. Come by and pick yours up. I'm Christina with Black Knight Automotive. We can't wait to see you. Collect as many clue cards as you can and meet us at the secret Jingle Bell Rock hunt location. Over $10,000 in diamonds and jewelry is the prize in the Diamonds and More Jewelers B104 KFMO Jingle Bell Rock. For details at B104FM.com or KFMO.com. Ah, there you go. I wanted to be sure to get that out to you as soon as we could and uh, promote that because you see uh, we were in the middle of a sports cast at 7:15, and uh, <clears throat> I couldn't interrupt Jared to give you the info so sorry but here it is again the clue card location for today for the Jingle Bell Rock is Black Knight Automotive in Farmington and uh, it looks like Audra Kane's going to be there this morning at 10 o'clock She'll tell you all about it, too. But remember, again, that's clue card number six already. We're in clue card number six already. And that's Black Knight Automotive in Farmington. Get there today, pick up that clue card, and you might be the winner of over $10,000 in diamonds and jewelry from Diamonds and More Jewelers, B104.3, our sister station, and KFMO. Now stay tuned. Up next, we have our monthly visit with Ronnie Dubois of the JKK Inheritance Haven out at Potosi, so be sure to stay tuned. Vicki Crocker and the entire staff at Vicki Crocker Realty in Deloge sends this wish to you for the holidays. May you be inspired by giving, changed by love, filled with peace, and touched by miracles. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from everyone at Vicki Crocker Realty in Deloge.
El Tapatio Mexican Restaurant in Farmington Park Hills and Deloge serves up the best Mexican cuisine in St. Francis County. El Tapatio Mexican Restaurant offers an authentic Mexican experience that is hard to beat. Tasty tacos, exquisite enchiladas, flavorable fajitas, and more. You'll leave full, but your mouth will be watering for more. Check out the delicious menu online at eltapatiomex.com or visit a location near you in Farmington Park Hills or Deloge. Hey there, property owners. Charlie's Mowing Service and Snow Removal is here to keep your property looking its best all year round. Don't let the weather catch you off guard this season. We offer pre-treatment for winter weather to keep your property safe and accessible. Need a bid for your property maintenance? We've got you covered. From lawn mowing to gutter cleaning, power washing, and snow removal for residences and small businesses. Just give us a call. 573-760-4086. Let us take care of the hard work so you can enjoy the season's hassle-free. Charlie's Mowing Service and Snow Removal is your one-stop shop for all your property maintenance. This is the start from KFMO AM 1240. It's time for this month's edition of the JKK Inheritance Haven Report. And to uh, help us with all that information, we'll go to the phone lines and visit with uh, the director there, Ronnie Dubois. Uh, Ronnie, good morning. How are you today? I'm great, Mike. How are you doing? Well, I, I'm doing okay. Flying the plane, as they say, and we're having a good time here. It's uh, Wednesday hump day. And uh, it looks beautiful right now. We're supposed to have a high near 60, so I look to get outside this afternoon. How about you? Yes, we are in the process of training a, a dog, so we will be spending out time outside today. Hey, that sounds like fun, too. Yeah, uh, he's a Malinois, he's, so he's a good guard dog, and he takes a lot of energy a lot of time. Oh, I understand that energy time thing with the dogs. So let's talk about uh, your efforts there with the JKK Inheritance Haven. Uh, you have this property you've been trying to develop for quite some time. You've been getting a lot of great help with it. Um, how's fundraising going right now? Um, fund, fundraising is that we've got a couple of things going uh, this Saturday, we will be at Christmas at the Barn in Caledonia selling the children's light-ups and inflatables, and they make great stocking stuffers or even just something to keep your little one entertained and busy while you're in the kitchen or trying to get the tree up, that sort of thing. So if you're out there shopping or interested in coming and seeing about some stocking stuffers, come, we'll be outside. It's going to it's supposed to be a beautiful day, so we're going to be outside and come in, come on by and see us. We'll be in a, a purple awning on our tent. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun to to get out on the weekend and uh, you know just have a good time doing things to help out like that. Yeah, you're, you're looking at highs almost sixty this weekend, so that's going to be good yeah. for you. Um, that fundraiser is going on, and I guess uh, you know I, when you talk about fundraisers, I can remember some of the shows we've had in the past with you where you've talked about other people just hearing about your putting together the uh, property effort right there with the recovery facility and everything and how people have just jumped in to to help you in mass I would say yes yeah we have some good efforts going on now can I please have a drum roll uh boy I'll try <laughs> they didn't have there the mic I didn't have the mic down there but okay <laughs> They are uh, putting in the foundation this week. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, they're putting in the foundation. We are in contact with Habitat for Humanity and Seeds, and we have met, oh, my goodness, new people from what we've already known, just new people, probably 10 or 12 people that are like, oh, we'll volunteer some days. We'll volunteer some work. We don't uh, – we didn't – they have the skills. They can't just completely leave their job for like 
two weeks or three weeks or two months at a time, but they are they are willing to uh, give up a couple of days here and there of their own leave time and come in and help. So um, if, you know, if anybody out there has those skills when we get ready to build and, and you want to do that, uh, Randy Lotz is our uh, general contractor, and he'll sure be able to uh, point you in the right direction of what you need to do. Well, that sounds great. And I know, uh, uh, can you explain exactly what the facility is all about? And I think when people hear that, they're more... I would say jumping on board to help you out. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, I think people are starting to really realize that vulnerable populations exist in every community. Kids that have already been abused, kids who are in foster care, kids whose parents are using drugs and alcohol in the home, that absentee parents, and that makes them vulnerable to predators who will come in and give them the attention that they crave that we all need from humanity, only they're getting it from uh, very dangerous people. And so they wind up getting trafficked, and then more and more kids are getting rescued. Thank you, God. But they are traumatized to where the families don't know how to help them heal. The general public doesn't know how to help them heal. Even even your generic... Um, Therapy can't help them. They need trauma-informed therapy. They need a place that is kind of separated from the chaos that was their prior life, where they can just focus on healing. And this facility will hold eight uh, teenage girls, and um, they will receive education, therapy. Uh, they they will have some normal life of, yep, you have to keep your own room clean and you have to be responsible and respectful and, and they will learn boundaries and, and um, job skills. And the, the program is from 12 to 18 months. They will receive bridge services when they go back home or go back to a safe environment. We're not going to release them just to chaos again. That's, that's, absolutely insane to do something like that but they will receive bridge services so that their healing can continue but they need that initial space away where you they can just focus on the healing of the trauma and and we are a christian-based agency um we believe in bible study and going to church and that real healing that deep deep wounds will only come through jesus so um, that's what they will receive there, and uh, we're excited to see what the Lord has planned and to keep going forward with this. We're visiting with Ronnie Dubois. She's the director of the JKK Inheritance Haven of Potosi. And Ronnie, when I when I hear you talk about uh, what you want to do when the haven when the facility is built once it's done, uh, boy, that's so encouraging because you know what I see? I see somebody that's really professional and serious about this. No bones about it. You already know what you want and need to do. You just need the place to do it, right? Right. We need we need the facility. We, we own the property. It's free and clear. So there is no debt on us at all. And, yes, we just need people to come alongside to make monthly donations, one-time donations, um, and infuse this ministry with the finances we need to actually build the facility. And here's another thing that I don't think our community or your listeners may be aware of. There's going to come a time when we're ready to hire. 
when we're going to be looking for employees who are serious about this, who realize this is not just a paycheck. I can, I can go in and do my job and then I can go home feeling like I had made a difference in other people's lives and that my work is not just to pay my bills. So there's people out there listening that are maybe finishing their college degree or they know they're going to need a internship or something like that. And you need to think about that when, when we get ready to do that, if you're serious, I don't want somebody that's just after a paycheck, but if you're serious about ministry in this arena, we're going to be looking to talk to you about that. Ronnie, that's so encouraging. It really is. Uh, and I know people are listening, and some are thinking, how can I help right now? Uh, can they give you a call or something to find out more? They can. You can call, and I can come speak to your uh, civic group, your church group, ladies' prayer group, uh, um, agency, family gathering, business. I'll, we will come speak to any of those. So give me a call, 573-854-2031. We'll come and speak. We'll give you some more information. Uh, if you want to um, to donate, we are at P.O. Box 513 513- Potosi, Missouri, 63664. And a survivor friend of mine says, and she was in the light for, for like 18 years, and she said, do not get overwhelmed. Do not think that because you can't do everything that it's not important. She says, if you do for one of us, it's like you did for all of us. So don't get overwhelmed and think it doesn't matter. My little bit doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. Jesus saw the woman with the elderly widow woman with two mites, and and he said she gave more than these rich people did. So don't think your little bit doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. It matters a great deal to the Lord. It certainly does. Ronnie, thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, Not only uh, good information, inspiring as well, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you having us on. All right. We'll talk to you soon, and uh, good luck in getting the funds and getting things going there. Looks like a great effort with that facility, too. And that's our report for the JKK Inheritance Haven of Potosi. This morning on KFMO, we have news coming up next. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox getting frustrated yet yeah try crunching this number 573-546-3104 accountant stephanie kitchell with kitchell accounting and tax service in ironton year-round for tax and business consulting accounting and bookkeeping and payroll crunch that number one more time 573-546-3104 a trusted name in the arcadia valley area kitchell accounting and tax service in ironton Sunny sky today. Our high temperatures this afternoon will be into the upper 50s. Partly cloudy skies, overnight lows in the upper 30s tonight. Rain will be widespread on Thursday, our high near 50. Occasional rain again Friday, our high near 55. And then Saturday, partly sunny, but to upper 50s. Sunshine at upper 50s as we head through Sunday. Monday, a chance of a few rain showers, or high near 55. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, November 29th. The time, 735. In this newscast, we're going to hear more about two bills relating to transgender issues from the Missouri legislative session of last year, or actually the last session, I should say. They were signed into law. And what's coming up next in the new session? Well, we'll hear more from Senate reporter Dean Morgan. 
Plus, Christmas celebrations in Park Hills, the Christmas in Our Hometown, and Hefner Furniture Christmas Parade events, they've been combined this year. We have more information on that. And a man from Desarc, 61-year-old Arthur C. Davis, is recovering from moderate injuries. He was hurt in a one-car crash in Madison County Tuesday morning at 640. Highway patrol records indicate Davis was driving north on Highway 67, nine miles south of Cherokee Pass, when the car ran off the right side of the highway and hit a tree. Davis was flown to Mercy Hospital South at St. Louis. He was wearing his seatbelt when the wreck took place. Christmas celebrations in Park Hills, including Christmas in our hometown and the Hefner Furniture Christmas Parade, will be held Saturday, December 9th. The executive director of the Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce, Tammy Coleman, says it all begins at 2 p.m. at the Park Hills Farmer's Market, and it continues that evening with the parade. We're going to have carriage rides, photos with Santa, hot cocoa, Christmas vendors, food trucks, kids' crafts, and what's really unique this year about this event is we have moved our Hefner Furniture Christmas Parade. So instead of on the first Thursday, we are actually doing the Christmas Parade immediately following Christmas in our hometown. According to Coleman, the parade route has also changed. It's set to follow the same route taken by the Central Homecoming Parade each year through downtown Park Hills. And the theme of the parade this year is a superhero Christmas. Also in news, there are two bills that relate to transgender issues from the 2023 Missouri Legislative Session that went on to be signed into law by Governor Mike Parson. Missouri Senate reporter Dean Morgan has more. Getting these proposals from pre-filed status to the governor's desk included countless hours, not only in committees and in discussions on the floor of the Missouri Senate, but time behind the scenes. Missouri Senate President Pro Tem Caleb Rodden of Columbia says there are some people who believe these new laws are only the beginning. I think there are a lot of other great things about the state, but it's a decision that every family is going to have to make as they go down that road. Senator Greg Razor of Kansas City says he wishes the legislation had not passed at all. A lot of these families talked to me and they really asked that question. Should we stay here? And I think at the moment, most probably say yes. If this issue is revisited during next year's regular legislative session, there is a chance those proposals could be pre-filed first. Missouri senators have been able to pre-file legislation for the 2024 session since July 1st. These pre-filed bills will receive their official bill numbers starting on December 1st. Reporting from the state capitol, I'm Dean Morgan. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, November 29th. It's 738. Time for sports with Jared Pettis. Also, check our website too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. High school girls basketball from the ninth annual Fredericktown Tournament. Pool play day two. It's tournament week and Glenn Berry's got the recap of the action from Fredericktown. The Fredericktown Lady Blackcats used a tough defense and a big night from Ava Penuel to knock off the Salem Lady Tigers 55-19 in the Fredericktown Tournament on Tuesday night. Penuel scored 17 in the first half and finished with 28 to lead all scorers as the Black Cats jumped out to a huge lead early and coasted to the win. Fredericktown shot 52% from the floor and needed only one free throw all night to punish the Young Lady Tigers. The Lady Cats also forced 30 turnovers on the defensive side. In addition to Ava Penuel's 28, Amelia Miller added 13, and the Lady Black Cats got four each from Callie Algeyer and Bailey Kelly. After the game, Fredericktown head coach Micah Reitzel talked about his leading scorer, Ava Penuel. She was really hot all night, and she came out and really helped us there early. And like I said, as the game went on, we were able to start moving the ball a little better and get open looks for other people. I, I say it was sloppy just because I know 
how well we can move the ball, you know, and I just felt like we could have done that a little better. But, again, we, we cleaned it up more in the second half, and that helped us get that separation we needed to put the game away. Salem was led in scoring by Emily Strange with eight, and Addison Fulton added six. Salem falls to 0-4, while Fredericktown improves to 2-1 and and will face Hillsboro on Thursday. Once again, Fredericktown dominates Salem 55-19 on Tuesday night. From the Fredericktown Tournament, I'm Glenn Berry for KFMO B104 Sports. Glenn, thanks. The other pool play matchup, Cuba beat Naylor 78-27. Valley Caledonia Tournament in its 34th installment on the girls' side in quarterfinals. South Iron top Kingston the 1 over the 8, 61-17, while the 2-seed Bismarck beat 7-seed Valley Caledonia 56-16. And the 3-6 matchup, West County and Viburnum, West County he wins that one 64-47 and St. Paul the 5 seed falls to the 4 seed Lesterville 48-29. Semifinals of that tournament will be held on Thursday. And girls basketball regular season play Grandview beat Valley Catholic 36-31. Boys basketball FCNB Banquet Challenge 5th place semifinals St. James the 7 seed beats the 3 seed Sullivan 48-38 and the 8 seed North Point tops 4 seed Steelville 44-41. And regular season boys basketball Arcadia Valley at Lesterville, the Tigers win it 65-53. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball, the 34th annual Valley Caledonia Tournament semifinals. Top-seeded Kingston going up against the four-seed bunker and the 2-3 matchup, Valley Caledonia and Bismarck. Coverage of all that will start around 6.30 on KFMO with tip-off times of 7 and 8.30. But before that, Mineral Area College basketball, the Lady Cardinals are at John A. Logan going up against the Lady Volunteers. Coverage of that starts at 4.00. 4.30 with tip-off at 5 from John A. Logan Community College. Back to boys basketball, 34th annual Valley Caledonia Tournament, 5th place semifinals, 5 and 8 seeds, Bourbon and Viburnum, then 6-7, St. Paul and Marquand. Girls basketball tonight, the North County Lady Raiders are at Steelville going up against the Lady Cardinals. And boys wrestling, St. Genevieve is at Central, while Valley Catholic and St. Mary's play at Festus. And on the girls wrestling side, Central hosts St. Genevieve as well. And coming up Friday and Saturday, Class 3 and Class 2 State Football Championship game. From Faroe Field in Columbia, we'll have coverage on Friday at 10.30 a.m. as the Central Rebels play Seneca in a Class 3 state championship. Kickoff will be at 11 a.m. And on Saturday with a 3 o'clock kickoff, it's the Valley Catholic Warriors going up against Lamar. Our coverage will start at 2.30 on the Parkland Sports Leader. From there to the ice and NHL at XL Energy Center in Minnesota. The St. Louis Blues fall to the Minnesota Wild. And with more, here's the Blues Radio Network. Last night, the Blues wrapped up their two-game road trip with a Central Division matchup against the Minnesota Wild. Early in the first period, the Blues would be unable to convert on a power play that led to Minnesota with an odd man rush and then a score by Erickson Eck to make it a one nothing deficit. Blues would respond, though, before the end of that first period. Colton Pareko scored his fourth goal of the season, but then Minnesota would get it back, take the lead late in the first to go into the second by the Blues trailing. No goal scored by either side as the Blues were outshot in the second period, 17-5. to And in the third period, the Blues unable to capitalize on a four-minute power play, which then led to a breakaway late in the third by Minnesota to cap off a 3-1 winner. That snaps the seven-game losing streak for the Minnesota Wild as the Blues fall to 11-9-1. and They'll be back at it on Thursday against the Buffalo Sabres. 7 o'clock puck drop on home ice. 
6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues radio network. Blues head coach Craig Bruby says his team didn't play a full 60 minutes. Second period, I thought we got outplayed. Um, they had more jump, more urgency, heavier. Third period, we had an opportunity to get back into with power plays and we didn't get it done. The Blues are back at it Thursday against the Buffalo Sabres. We'll have coverage on B104.3 with pregame at 6.30. Punk drop at 7 o'clock from Enterprise Center in St. Louis. Other NHL news, and it was announced on Tuesday that the Chicago Blackhawks have terminated the contract of veteran forward Corey Perry. He was signed as the team to be a father figure for some of the newer players, including the first overall draft pick from last year, Connor Bedard, likely going to be one of the best to ever play in the NHL. Although there were some speculation as to why his contract was terminated. Blackhawks GM Kyle Davidson, though, says rumors about Corey Perry having relations with a teammate's family member are inaccurate and disgusting. Last week, management was notified of possible misconduct by Corey Perry. We immediately pulled him from the game and conducted an internal investigation. Upon learning the uh, findings of the investigation, we made the decision to terminate his contract. As this is an individual personnel matter, I will not be able to disclose any details related to the initial reporting, investigation, or the findings. However, I do want to be very clear on this one point. This does not involve any players or their families, and anything that suggests otherwise, or anyone that suggests otherwise, is wildly inaccurate, and frankly, it's disgusting. Again, Corey Perry's contract was terminated by the Chicago Blackhawks. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday night football on December 3rd. They're going up against the Green Bay Packers on the road. Coverage will start at 6 on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO with kickoff at 720. At NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers picked up a winner at Pittsburgh on Tuesday. Dennis Gates on the road win. Our players won that basketball game, and I credit them, their focus, and obviously their connectivity in doing so. Um, and, and again, it was a hard-fought game. <clears throat> that was an NCAA tournament format. Uh, I truly believe that neither team more than two points in the first uh, 10 minutes. It was just nip-tuck, and we prevailed. Mizzou's Sean East, what was the key to holding Pittsburgh's guards in check? Just to uh, pressure them, you know, make them make decisions, you know, with pressure, and uh, stay kind of solid on them, but, you know, discipline pressure. And uh, we kind of watched a few of them on them, and, you know, they kind of struggled a little bit with pressure, so we wanted to bring, you know, our pressure that we bring every day. Uh, to them and see how they will handle it. The Missouri Tigers are back at it Sunday. They take on Wichita State and the St. Louis University Billikens of the men's basketball hardwood. Lost yesterday to the Utah State Aggies 81-76. Slews 5-3. They're back at it Saturday against Southern Illinois. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Thanks, Jared. We appreciate it. Stay tuned. We have a special report coming up with Presiding Commissioner Harold Gallagher here on KFMO. That will be next. And remember, we've got that Jingle Bell Rock going on. And uh, Audra Kane's going to be broadcasting today from the Clue Card location. It's Clue Card location number six, and it's Black Knight Automotive in Farmington. The Diamonds and More Jewelers B104 KFMO Jingle Bell Rock has begun. We are today's location for the Jingle Bell Rock clue cards. Come by and pick yours up. I'm Christina with Black Knight Automotive. We can't wait to see you. Collect as many clue cards as you can and meet us at the secret Jingle Bell Rock hunt location. Over $10,000 in diamonds and jewelry is the prize in the Diamonds and More Jewelers B104 KFMO Jingle Bell Rock. For details at B104FM.com or KFMO.com. In just a second, we're going to have that program, Your Money Now, 60 Seconds of Financial Advice from KFMO. 
I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your money now. Rupert Murdoch is being deposed as part of the $2.7 billion defamation lawsuit filed against Fox Corporation by the voting tech company Smartmatic. It's the second time this year the 92-year-old has been deposed in a high-stakes defamation lawsuit accusing Fox News of airing damaging lies about the 2020 presidential election. Under questioning in January as part of a similar defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems, Murdoch admitted that some Fox News hosts and personalities endorsed the false narrative that the election was stolen from then-President Trump. Around 813,000 student loan borrowers will soon receive an email from President Biden notifying them their debt has been forgiven because of his actions. Many borrowers who will get the email likely already knew about the loan cancellation and may have already received the relief. Biden has erased $127 billion in student debt so far for more than 3.5 million borrowers. On Wall Street, futures this morning are higher. That's your money now. Since 1968, Leadbelt Pump and Supply has been serving the community with authorized sales and service. They have over 30 years of experience to help you with a reputation for quality. If you need contract drilling, Leadbelt Pump and Supply is happy to serve you. You'll find Leadbelt Pump and Supply at 204 East Elvins in Park Hills or give them a call at 573-431-2476. That's 573-431-2476. Leadbelt Pump and Supply. Well, this is the start from KFMO, this little old radio program right there, and we're awfully proud of it. Thank you for tuning in today. We appreciate it so much. We're uh, working on 8 o'clock here, not quite up to the top of the hour yet. It's time for a special report, and we have uh, Presiding Commissioner Harold Gallagher of St. Francis County on the phone lines with us this morning. Good morning, Presiding Commissioner. How are you? Good morning, Mike. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, where are you? Are you on your farm right now, out uh, looking out the window or something? I am. I am. Oh, I bet it's I've, beautiful. I've, I've been busy burying roadkill for deer. It's amazing how many deer have been killed in front of my place in oh, the week. I can imagine, yeah. I, my wife and I take you know rides around the country all the time here, the county, and I've seen so many deer, you know, just lately. It seems they're all over the place. Uh, in the wrong place, really, I would say. Yeah, and I was driving 67 a week ago, and there were some deer standing in front of Hefner's Furniture in the middle of 67, just standing there. Oh, gosh. Do, do you think and, that sometimes they're a little confused with all the increase of population around? Uh, no, I think it's rutting season, and they're traveling, and it's just part of their biology. Yeah, yeah, they sure get around that way for sure. Well, let's talk about yesterday's uh, county commission meeting. Uh, I'm just going to jump down the agenda, and the first thing I saw was uh, a bid opening on maintenance trucks. And it might sound simple, but getting a vehicle these days for uh, any kind of government organization is kind of tough. That is, and we did not receive any bids. Part of the purchasing process is that over a certain dollar limit, which the truck certainly, certainly qualifies, we have to go out for bids. And if you think about it, no dealer is going to uh, lock up a or uh, commit a truck or for three weeks that it takes us to go through the bid process. Because if someone comes in and wants to buy that truck and says, here's the money for it, he's going to sell it, rightfully so. So uh, getting bids on trucks is a an issue. So what we the law says that once we do not get a bid, and we do, did not get bids yesterday for any trucks, then we can go shopping. Now, there's still a process to go through, but we, it doesn't take three weeks after that. So now we will go shopping to buy some trucks. 
and it, these are we're t- right. These particular trucks are pickups, and uh, we need uh, we need two or three. Uh, we we go through quite a few trucks in our uh, fleet, and we got some that are quite old. It's time to replace them. So we will go shopping now for pickups. You know that kind of sounds like fun, but I don't see it as that considering you know how it has to be done. Yeah, uh, I. Uh, tell people that our bidding process is crazy. No private business would buy like the county has to buy in any manner. Now, we have to go for sealed bids. Well, if you are uh, if you own a, a retail store or whatever and you, you're needing some item, you go to the various suppliers and you look at the price and you decide on, a per, you know, on that basis what to buy. We can't do that. We have to go for sealed bids, open them in public, and then make our decision. I tell people that keeps me from buying trucks for my brother-in-law. And, of course, I've got one brother-in-law. He lives in California and doesn't sell trucks. But that's my example of the of the process that we have to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about family treatment court. There was some yes. kind of an update there. What happened? Well, we had a couple ladies that are very involved with family treatment court and drug court. And they gave us a report on how that happens. And it was very informational. We really enjoyed uh, hearing them, and I had a lot of questions for them. And uh, everybody in the family treatment court is there because some judge said they need to go. If they don't go, then we've got housing for you. So uh, they, uh, by housing, I mean jail. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, they're required to go. And uh, so it's the idea is to get them off any uh, addictions or abuse or whatever the situation is. And get them to where they can where they can put the family back together again. Generally, these kids are in foster homes somewhere. So the whole idea of that is to reunite the family and to get them in a positive direction. And it was a very good report. Excellent. It's good to hear that those things are working. Uh, yeah. What well, there, there's a scanning project going on. Is that with the recorder of deeds? Yes, it is. And uh, this we think will be the last one he'll have to go through. I think. Some of these records go back to 1955. It's uh, marriage and death records and that kind of thing. And so we're just trying to get them digitized for the quicker search so you can actually do your search online. Now, for the last few years, all those all the new records are being digitized also. Now, we still have the paper copy, and we'll always have those paper copies as long as we can. But uh, these are just the digitized or the electronic records so that uh, it's just a double system on it and we think this will be the last grant it's a no match grant so the county doesn't have to come up with any money for it and it's about twenty thousand dollars there were a couple of items i saw on the agenda for the meeting that uh, i was really curious about and one concerns autopsies and it looks like uh, i know this has been talked about before with the uh, commission yes uh autopsies inflation is hit and so that Cost is going to go from eighteen fifty, eight one thousand eight hundred fifty dollars per autopsy, to an even two thousand uh, as of January one. This is the county's cost for autopsies. An autopsy is performed when the coroner decides that there is a need to know more about the the reason for death of that individual, and so that's and he the coroner declares an autopsy is needed. Uh, county does about two hundred a year. Uh, we uh, the, Our autopsy suite 
or autopsy system out there is a private uh, business, and it's operated by Dr. Dedeker, and we rent space and equipment to him. So we provide the space in that. Now, there are 22 counties using that facility. We go that His business goes all the way to and into Arkansas and Illinois. So um, this is a very important aspect of the services the county has, and it's important. And we've done some checking, and at $2,000, we're still, he is still quite a bit cheaper per autopsy than, uh, say, the, say the, uh, autopsies being done in, say, in Springfield, Missouri. So it's still a cost effective thing in comparison, but it had to be done. Another cost, uh, matter came up with indigent burial costs in the county. Yes. Uh, first of all, what's an indigent burial? An indigent burial is someone that, that, that dies that just has no one. Uh, it's, it hasn't, hasn't anything to do with money, but it has to do with there's just nobody around. There's this, this person has no family, has no one to, uh, you know, that. So uh, the state has long offered or paid $400 per indigent burial to the county to recoup or help recoup recoup our cost and so we've allowed that four hundred dollars cost to the coroner to have the the body cream it's always cremated and have that body cremated and then processed that's just not enough anymore you've seen the cost of of funerals so now we've upped it to 600 probably still not enough but it's a it's a step in in that upward direction Looks like our final topic is uh, something I, I really found very interesting. It just says uh, suspect, something about hiring someone for Owl Creek. Uh, that must be yes. some progress. Yes, uh, we're moving on that. Uh, we we uh, didn't uh, act on that yesterday. We discussed it. And item one out there at Owl Creek is to remove any stigma of drug use out there. That We're going to have zero tolerance. And this new superintendent, when we decide who it is and when, will have the sheriff's department on speed dial. Anything that person sees that even hints of drug use, the deputies are going to be called in. We will have zero tolerance out there. This has got to become a family-friendly atmosphere. Our park will fail if it's not family-friendly. So that's the first thing on that. Excuse me. And uh, another aspect of this, we want uh, we're getting into the developmental stage of the of the park now. It's going to be the trails are cut, but we need to know where the bathrooms are going to be and and the various various rest areas and all those aspects of having a, pie, a park with walk, walking trails. So we're getting into that stage, and we want this new superintendent to be very involved with those decisions. And so it's. It's a coming thing. We're very happy with it, and that's our our approach to this situation. Well, uh, Presiding Commissioner, unfortunately, I have to go. We've got to catch CBS News, but uh, we covered all the topics, and I really appreciate it.